0: Welcome to another episode of the UCM Masterclass, where individuals share the most profound lessons they have learned in their life journeys. Um, From your trauma, from your childhood, what was the blessing, what was the lesson?
1: Mm, I know the blessing for sure. It was being so close with my mom Mm -hmm. and not only going through it by myself, but going through it together. Mm -hmm. Um, and the lesson would be, I mean, I always tell myself, like, because of that, because of what happened to my mom, like, I've never let a man treat me that way or stuff like that. But you never know until you're in the situation, because I doubt my mom knew that my dad was going to be like yeah. that. Um, I guess that things do can, can get better. And things like that aren't normal. 'Cause I feel like it also in Hawaii too. Mm-hmm. It's so normalized. Domestic violence, drugs, abuse, it doesn't go reported. You know, and it's like verbal abuse, emotional abuse. I have seen all of my friends go through it at least once. Um, and it's just so normalized. And I feel like, too, that's, that goes into why I want to be a therapist. I want to help with that, like, domestic abuse cases and domestic violence, whatever. Violence in intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, yeah, I think that that was kind of a lesson. Like, that is not okay. It's not normal to be treated that way, um, especially in front of children.
0: What I'm hearing from you is someone that had had a very, very rough childhood, uh, went through a lot And then you're having a very mature um, outlook to all of those things right now.
1: Thank you. took a lot of therapy to get here.
0: (laughs) I'm actually curious about, that's what I am about to ask. Uh, What was that pivotal time that pushed the flip for you that instead of like just all blame, 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 Mm -hmm. I had the toughest and everything, turn the table around and look at it from different view?
1: It was definitely in high school mm-hmm. when I was dating that that guy, my first boyfriend. Um, I kind of just blamed everyone around me. Like, you don't understand me. You don't understand mm-hmm. why I love someone like this. Like, you guys will never get it. Like, mm-hmm. he had a rough childhood. I had a rough childhood. Mm-hmm. No one would get it. And then working through therapy mm-hmm. and realizing the underlying issue is, girl, you got problems because your dad, not because of this man. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it was kind of a switch because in that time of my life too, me and my mom weren't in a good place. I mean, we lived together, but I was in that teenage era. And I feel like a lot of girls will understand this. Like, mm. um, where you just hate your mom because she doesn't understand you. You just you just can't stand it. Yeah. Um, anything that she did just like pissed me off. And now I look at it, I'm like That's so terrible of me. Like, I was such a bad kid. I was doing a lot of bad things, like sneaking out at 16, hanging out with 24-year-olds, drinking with them. Um, Smoking weed all night and then going to school the next day. Like, stuff like that. And I think that the therapy helped, but also kind of like, uh, what the hell am I doing? Kind of thing. Um, Because I would look at other people that are kind of like that and be like, your life was not as hard as people that you, like, people around the world. And then I'm like, wait, I'm kind of like that. I kind of think, oh, poor me, pity me, blame everyone about all my issues. I think, yeah, it just took me looking at other people and being like, ew, like, you think like that? And then realizing, oh, shit, I think like that. And then kind of wanting to change that. And I also think my dad being sober, I think I felt a lot of, like, what is that? Closure.
0: Closure?
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, After this pivotal time, did you start feeling uh, the regret for, like, your past actions?
1: I still feel regret.
0: You feel the regret?
1: I feel more, most towards my mom. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um like who wants to treat their mom mean my mom has only ever cried in front of me three times in my life and two of those were at funerals the one time was because I made her cry because I was so mean I wouldn't curse at her or anything it was just more so being ungrateful and not realizing everything that she has done for me so I'd kind of be like oh why don't I have this why don't I have that like She And she would get upset with me, like, you don't need these things, these materialistic things, like, I'm trying my best here, I'm only working, I can only, I'm the only one working, I'm paying for this apartment for us to live in, what else can I give you? And I would just be ungrateful, and I'd be like, well, you do this, you do that, and I think that I feel really bad now about it, so I think... When I do go home and see my mom, I'm like, let's hang out. Let's do this together. Let's go do this. Like, I'll just sit in her room and just watch movies with her and just do things that she kind of likes now because I feel bad. But I think that's the only person that I really feel guilty for treating her in that time.
0: What uh, single lesson would you say has um, had the greatest impact on your life?
3: Um... That's a tough question. I don't, like, really think about those questions because I feel like they're just, I don't know. I don't really have lessons, I feel like. I guess just be willing to try new things is my, like, thing. (laughs) Always be willing to? Yeah, always be willing to, like, try new things Um, because that can, like, kind of, like, go into, like, whatever, like, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, it could be, like, hobbies or, like, trying new food or like you know trying getting on a gym routine or like um all these things could be considered like doing something new you know like a new adventure in your life or whatever um but if you don't have that if you're like closed-minded and you're you know set on a path like you could miss out on a bunch of things in life that you didn't know could like bring you joy you know yeah no, that's that's great. And I guess the reward is that you figured it out. <laughs> you like found something that brings you joy that you didn't know. You know?
0: didn't know <clears throat> for sure. And you never know that that might be actually something that changes your path. Oh, sure. yeah, absolutely. Like, 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 yeah. in your story. All the time.
3: Like, yeah. you know, there's just crazy things can, like like starting a podcast, you know, like you mm-hmm. obviously like chose that route to like try something new, right? Yeah. Sometime. Um. And yeah, you know? For everybody, trying something new I think is it's cool. It's it opens your like frontier of things that you can do. Uh
0: what do they say that in computer science? Machine learning, explore exploit, top of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
3: Yep. Go out and listen to new music. There yep, you go. Absolutely. If you're see like, oh that's just one thing that just like gets on my nerves is when people just are narrow-minded on music, like, they only listen to, like, gangster rap, or, like, you know, <laughs> you know, just, like, the modern rap, I, yeah. I just... Being willing to listen to new genres of music will change who you are, like, absolutely. Really? Oh, totally, yeah. Because the listen that you... The music that you listen to affects your mood, like, who you are, like, if you just listen to, like, <clears throat> like, if you think about it, if you just listen to, like, rap songs about, like, killing people and, like, all this bad stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, gets in your head... Puts in like different mentality like you want to act tough all the time, you know, maybe start fight when you're drunk Like that's not like a good thing. If you listen to, like I don't know other kinds of music like dancing music or like happy music like It can like improve your mood who you are like absolutely like big time So you think music can uh, shape your personality? Oh, totally. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah music has like a humongous role like
0: I thought I always thought Depending on your personality, you'll choose a certain type of music. I, they go yeah. hand in hand with each other. They go thing. hand in hand. Like, yeah, because, you know.
3: I don't, I don't know. Music is just it's so cool because, like, you can tie it with, like, emotions. Like, if you're sad, you can listen to like, a sad song. Like, that could, like, make you feel better. Or, like, if you want to dance, you listen to dancing music, or, you know. Well, there's like certain times where you like listen to certain music and it'll stick with you like certain experiences, you'll remember like the music that was like playing during like certain experiences. Like if I was like in Peru and I was like at some rooftop like Latin bar, like, and they were banging like just this Latin dancing music, that will be like this music that's like associated with that. You know, it's like a movie picking the soundtrack for a movie. I think it's like very similar because you're like living these experiences, and what songs are you gonna like play over, you know, the movie, and the movie is like your life. Like what songs you want to listen to? <laughs> no, does. So figure out which mo- which music you want to listen to in your movie.
0: <laughs> Whoa, okay, okay, I like that. I like yep. that. I like that. Uh, do you know your your type of music in your own movie? Oh, I, it's different every day. You know? It's different every yeah. day.
3: Crazy movie. <laughs> yeah, lots of different music. Do you have
0: a favorite type of artist or no? I mean i have uh, your yeah, favorites favorite. probably not favorite one favorite
3: um yeah I, it really depends like depends, like, uh, like genres and stuff like what i'm currently listening to at the moment mm-hmm. um because there's like i don't know if i really have like these are my favorites because like my favorites will change like depending on like the mood i'm in or like what kind of music i want sure. to listen to yeah um like right now, my favorite is like some song I figured like out like this morning that's like stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. Okay, l- l- yeah. L- let me just say this: depending on the, your mood right now, what song did we choose? Probably that song I was listening to this morning when I was like looking for new music. What's it called? Oh, uh, it's uh this song. I don't know. It came out like <laughs> is this? Uh, summer in the ends by Jules. Come on, care. I don't know. Okay. But
0: that's pretty cool. Yep, I love that. I love that, man. Do yep. you do you wake up listening to music?
3: Mm, not yeah. always. No, some days like some days I don't even like listen to music. It just has to be like a.
0: The thing one thing about uh, old music that I was having conversation with my one of my friends, For like the old music, the first one two minutes it was just music, nobody was singing, and then it would oh, start yeah. singing it. Yeah, yeah. But in the new music they start singing from the beginning, you know, it's kind of interesting. yeah, it's it's
3: crazy to see because they're like in the modern days yeah. A lot of the music industry. There's an industry. So it's mm-hmm. like there's an algorithm. They mm-hmm. know what makes money and what doesn't for sure um, Some of it just doesn't sound good. Like you gotta like, think about it. Like does mm-hmm. this sound good? good? Like, Is this music like yeah. a lot of these like modern songs that come out like these big artists like mm-hmm. I just don't like listening. A lot of my friends like Lil Durk, for example. I don't know if you know. Okay, um, just don't like it. I, just,
0: I don't know. Is it is it is it like a new? Oh, it's like big you know one?
3: drill music. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of that drill stuff. I'm not. I think that goes back to my like listening to angry music. So like, yeah. Don't one's I like killing people. So stuff. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of getting against like that kind of whole thing of music. I used to love like. You know that whole rap like thing gang music, gang music, yeah. music you know acting cool yeah, Rizley,
2: <laughs> like, all that kind
3: of stuff but you know it just gets so repetitive and it's just like man like like think about it, like are you really gonna like be listening to like do you really enjoy like listening to this music or do you just listen to it because like you think it's cool it's cool and, yeah. like, other people think it's cool because you think it's cool like, i don't know Sometimes people think it's cool because, you know... A lot of people just listen to music because people think it's cool to listen to it. Especially,
0: you know, especially, you, you know that when, when, they, when they're driving and they, they put it so loud, you yeah. know, like everybody oh, wants to yeah. listen.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely listen to my music loud in the car, but, like, I don't know.
0: No, it, it, it's just sometimes you feel it, that, like, sometimes somebody, like, wants to show, like, I'm cool because I'm listening to this music through the car, right? Of course, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Interesting. Yeah.
3: no yeah absolutely people definitely like listening to music just because i think it's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah but i try to listen to music i don't care like what's cool or what's mm-hmm. not I, I listen to like is this sound good like mm-hmm. does it sound good like the chords the melodies like is it catchy is it groovy like mm-hmm. you know um it's like put me in a mood like what kind of mood does it put me in is mm-hmm. it hype and was like, oh, I can play that when people are trying to get hype, you know? Yeah. Because you can. A lot of it's just connecting songs with what kind of emotion does this song, you know, connect with? Correct. But like, for example, like at the maybe like the start of a summit set, like I would like. It's like not a lot of people are there. It's like five people, and you're just like I'm not gonna be like playing like some crazy like you know, like just hype song like. Moomba. Yeah, it's just like, come on, bro. It's like, hey, you gotta know, like, and that, that that's, like, emotion. Like, all that stuff yeah. that you feel when you hear, like, Mo Bamba getting lit, you know, the crowd's going wild, that's, like, an emotion that you have associated with that song, you know?
0: Yeah. So, if, if it's, like, there's nobody there, it kind of makes no sense.
3: Yeah, I yeah. mean, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's why, like, the whole emotion thing in music is, like, such a huge thing that people just, like, overlook so quickly. I'm, um, like... Oh, yeah, you don't, like... Play sad songs like at the bar, like, you sure. know, like, get over their feels. <laughs> um, yeah, you want to make people happy <laughs> when at the bar. You want to make them sad, like, a bunch <laughs> of depressing music, yeah. That's probably, like, tip number one. Yeah. <laughs> you can't play, like, I don't know. Well, it's, it depends. Yeah. Everything depends.
0: But, yeah. Well, number one, one thing you would tell somebody that, like, after listening to this podcast, want to go become a DJ, what would that be? Um...
3: Well, it depends what kind of DJ you want to be, but if you were to become like... DJ like you. Yeah, you I got. would buy a little starter DJ board. Pioneer mm-hmm. 400, DDJ 400. Mm-hmm. Get the right cables, get some speakers in your room. And um, yeah, just get some songs that you like. I mess around. Do. Yeah, mess around. Just That's how I learned. I just mess around with songs and you just mix them together. And... Sounds yeah. Watch a couple of YouTube tutorials. Yeah, yeah, definitely the YouTube tutorials need that.
0: Man, what would what would, what would this generation do without YouTube? I don't know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> be bro- broken. Honestly, modern age yeah. need it.
0: Well, you um had a very. Amazing journey, you know, growing up. You saw the beginning, you were homeschooled, and you know, you maybe did not get that much social. Mm-hmm. You have your, your, the phase that you, you lose your dad. And then through that process, you get a lot of blessings from God, you know, Definitely. by just creating a lot of good core values within you the resilience, the hardworking that you have, and, mm-hmm. you know, just being very more motivated, inspiring with everything that you do. Throughout all this journey, you have learned many, many, many beautiful lessons in your life. And if you want to maybe pick one of them out of those many lessons that, you know, like has created who you are and it still sticks with you, what is that big lesson?
4: Yeah, that's a really good question because I feel like to narrow down to one is going to be hard, but yeah.
2: Because
4: um, <laughs> I feel like so many of them are intertwined. Um, I think. I think the biggest lesson for me that has really stood out is treasuring the people that you have in your life, and whether that be one really good person in yourself or in your life, or like you know a whole clan, your whole family in your mm-hmm. life, or even if it's just yourself, just valuing the people mm-hmm. because um, you know. Everything around us changes. There's, you know, some things come and go. Like, people won't always be here forever. Um, and so just really viewing each person as a gift and just valuing another person, valuing the people that are in your lives, taking time for them, mm-hmm. um, taking time to listen, taking time to be there, making them feel appreciated and loved. I think that has been... One of the greatest lessons because it's made my life so much more full, Mm -hmm. um, being able to just be with people that I care about, that I love, um, even to meet new people um, in my life. Because I feel like life is all about the connections that we have. Um, I think you can have a very full life when you have very positive connections Mm -hmm. with another human being
1: um,
4: or human beings. And so I think that's been the greatest thing. And I think that's also really, truly what my dad taught me because he was present for me, present for my brother, present for my mom. And, um, you know, experiencing that loss, it really just makes you realize to Mm -hmm. really, to don't take any moment for granted with the people that are in your life. And don't take any moment with yourself for granted. Like, enjoy those experiences. Do what you want to do, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, don't let fear stop you from doing things that you have been wanting to do, and um, just continue to put one foot mm-hmm. in front of the other. Even if you have to take baby steps to get through a hard thing, mm-hmm. just keeping your eyes on, you know, the prize at the end, and to, um, have live each day as if it was, let me say, as if mm-hmm. it was your last. So,
0: yeah. Um, I think. Your dad did the perfect job, you know, just those months, like, he was probably the best mentor you could ever ask for, Mm -hmm. other than just being a dad, you know, because he not only created so many core values within you and shaped who you are today, he also taught you and how can you deal with this whole thing, you deal with this grief. Mm You are a great person to ask this. For anybody that's dealing with adversity right now and it's just the beginning, day zero, what advice would you give to them?
4: Yeah, first I'd want to say to them that I hear you and I see you and I understand your pain, even if it's something that's very different than losing a parent and losing someone close to you. I think that pain kind of, it affects us in different ways, but it, at the core root of it, it affects us all very similarly. Mm-hmm. And so I think big one is be patient with yourself, be gracious to yourself, um also get involved in things like find your passions even if you don't really know what they are try some new things try going to the gym try cooking try going on a walk just stay focused on the next positive thing stay positivity is huge and but positivity is a choice you can either choose to view your situation as the worst situation ever that you know that you're just doomed or you can accept that yeah what i'm going through right now really tough Extremely tough some people might not even understand how tough it is, Mm -hmm. but you have to stay focused You can't be overwhelmed. You can't allow your adversity take over you. You're in charge of your life And if you're letting your adversity take over your life, you're giving that power Like you have an amazing life to live even if it doesn't feel like it right now Stay true to yourself dig deep into yourself Even if you have to take some time to just get really real really real with yourself and be like, okay This is step one Mm -hmm. baby steps. That's okay. Because if you just are going from moment to moment, minute to minute, that's okay. Take the time that you need to heal the process. But face what you need to face, too. Don't just push it all under the rug. That's really easy. But those things will catch up to you if you just push them away. And I'd also say don't isolate yourself. Definitely reach out to people. Um, People, sometimes we don't feel like they'd want to help, but a large minority of people do. They actually are a lot nicer Mm -hmm. than we think they are, or even if they don't help in a lot of ways, they can help in a little way, so I definitely Mm -hmm. would say don't isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. Surround yourself or reach out to someone to help you Mm -hmm. if you're really struggling. Um, And then really focus on your perspective of life. Realize that your life is a gift. Mm -hmm and realize that you have a lot of amazing things to accomplish that only you can accomplish because it's your life mm-hmm. and only you can accomplish those things that are meant for you. For you. Um, so definitely just appreciate. I think it comes from a place of gratefulness. Mm-hmm. If you are really struggling, I would challenge someone to get a sheet of paper or even open their notes app in their phone and just start writing down three things a day that, that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And that might sound really like simple, mm-hmm. but... I mean, I would tell them to give it like three weeks, a month, and I think that their perspective would really change because there's something that happens when we're grateful in a time Mm -hmm. of adversity. We change our mind. We search our brain to be looking at the things that are good in our lives, Mm -hmm. that we're grateful for versus the negativity. And the way that rewires our brain, the way that allows us to see life more fully, um, there's a really beautiful thing about being content with the life you have in gratefulness Um, that will really change your life. So I think just focusing on those little steps first, and then getting involved in activities or just focusing on the next part of your life. Um, just focus on the positive things, and even if it's just one or two things, write them down. You know, meditate on those things, be grateful for those things, and um, just live. I again, once again, my kind of motto that I live is just live your live every day as if it was your last. So that's my advice.
0: Yes, I love that. What is the biggest lesson you have learned for your life, for this whole journey that you have till today?
2: Uh, I think just like, I'm still forever going to be learning, but just no. communicate how it is I'm feeling. <laughs> um, especially with college, I've learned that I'm, I tend to suppress a lot of the emotions I'm feeling. Maybe yeah. that's because I'm an only child and I grew up in that small town sort of feeling. And like, if I were to be vulnerable, everybody in the whole town would know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think learning to open up and Sharing my emotions rather than keeping them bottled up is one of the most important things that I am currently learning to do vulnerability yeah being be, being able to be vulnerable around the people that I know care about me like mm-hmm. i don 't have to be scared to open up mm-hmm. um, because like you said, these people have earned my respect, so I need to do the same and show them that I can be mature enough to share mm-hmm. share my thoughts and feelings and mm-hmm. and, and not. Not change change the way I'm acting and not give them a reason like I in the past and I'm sure in the future still. Yeah um, My whole personality tends to change when I'm feeling stressed in my own head Like I get quiet or I get irritable or I get a little angry But if I can just express myself and be vulnerable for a moment and just explain to them why I'm feeling that way um, then the whole process would just be so smoother. So, that is like the biggest goal and lesson that I've learned so far is just to be honest and open and communicative.
0: Do you feel like vulnerability can help you to just be uh, like about a specific topic or anything? Vulnerability can help you to be uh, over time more
2: open to everybody. Oh, I think for sure, yeah. Um, and well, I think like. Fundamentally, I think, like, us as people are feeling similar emotions, we just don't feel comfortable enough to share sure, them. So then we feel very isolated mm-hmm. because we're having these thoughts. But I feel like if more people were vulnerable, then we would all understand each other a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so that would cause us to, yeah, to be able to be, be more open with each 100%. other. Be more open with percent
0: If you want to put one word
2: in front of yes, I am.
1: Say yes, I am worthy
2: or yes i am learning or yes i am forever developing myself as a person
0: yes i am healing
2: a dj yes i am
0: <laughs> thank you for joining us on this episode of the yes i am master if you have found this lesson valuable share this episode with friends family and anyone who could benefit from its empowering message thank you for being part of the yes i am community and until next time next saturday and as always yes i am